If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You're not thinking as God does, but as human beings do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay all according to your conduct. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We all come to church, we listen to the scriptures, we're part of the prayers that are being offered to the Father, but I have a question. Do you really believe in God? Do you really believe in him? As revealed to us in the Holy Scriptures, you've heard it. Oh, why does God let this happen to nice people, innocent people? Oh, he's such a good person. Why should he be suffering? And the list goes on and on. And that's like a kind of manipulation of God, making God in what we want his image to be. Any inconvenience, any divorce, any illness, any death, any disaster. Why did God let this happen? He's supposed to be a good, loving God. Please, I get such a headache hearing that all the time. I even stop answering the question. I said, go back to the scriptures always. Usually it happens, (laughs) it's just terrible. Usually it happens when few people have had too much to drink at an event and they know they can corner the priest because he has a collar on, so it's pretty obvious I'm a priest. And they come over and they say, hey, how how do I believe in God? You know, he's, you want to say, (laughs) I can't tell you what. uh, I would say, I feel like saying to them what Jesus said to to St. Peter today, get behind me, Satan. 
In other words, go to hell. That's what, that's what Peter, Jesus said to Peter. Get behind me. Call him Satan. Call him the devil. Get behind me. Go to hell where you belong. So, but of course, I wouldn't say that at a wedding that I just performed and all these drunks want to look for God in artificial ways. Looking for God is revealed to us in the Holy Scriptures. And, and we, I'm sorry, we may not like the way he comes across to us. I think that Paul's letter is very, very interesting today. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. I don't want to do that. I want to live free. I want to do what I want to do. I want to flourish. I want to prosper. I don't want to offer my body as a living sacrifice. Well, I'm sorry. That's, that's Christian scripture. We don't always have to suffer. This, we're, not, we're not masochists. That's not our role as Christians. But to follow Jesus is our role. And it's very clear. At times, we're going to have confrontations with God. Listen to Jeremiah today. Role of the prophet, really quick. Prophets were people who were raised up by the inspiration of God to preach to the people, to bring them back to the covenant. Why? Because the people of Israel, wonderful people of God, special people of God, often sinned. They intermarried, and then it was, it was pagans they intermarried with, and they would worship other gods and goddesses. They would include some of the temples in the Holy Land, and the prophets would say, no, no, get, come back to God. And he would preach, and Jeremiah, he preached before and after so many events, disasters happened, and he, felt, he was almost saying, I told you so, because you get yourself into these disasters, and then you blame God. And he was, he was hurt, Jeremiah. He was thrown down a ditch one time, down a cesspool. He was, he was eventually killed for his faith and for his refusal to be honest, to, to be dishonest, his refusal to be dishonest, and his, his mandate was to preach God's word. But he was human. He wasn't a saint. He wasn't, um, he wasn't Jesus, who also had his problems with God later on. We'll talk about that. But he wasn't Jesus. And, and here today in the scripture, you know, like, I'm doing your work, God. I'm doing what you want me to do. I'm not getting a pat on the back. The people aren't following me and filling the, the temple, following your laws. You know, God, you duped me. Well, that's the translation. Go back to Jeremiah's language. And you know what he said to God? You seduced me. Whoa, a little... Uh, racy there. You seduced me. You, you, you weakened me, and, and when I was at my lowest, you, you came to me. And I let myself be duped, seduced. You were too strong for me. You triumphed. All the day long, I'm an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. 21st century this. Everyone mocks me for being a Christian, for believing God, in God. Everyone mocks me if I talk about God and God's role in my life and God's role in disasters and God's role in illness. People say, yeah, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. You're in good company. We are in good company when that happens to us because Jeremiah was in good company. You see, he got the human thing going on, that we're very human, and therefore we want to create God in our image. He wasn't inspired to preach in his image. He was inspired, Jeremiah, to preach in God's image. And he would get his physical, human self in trouble often. But because he was doing what's right, he would get himself in trouble often because he was doing what God wanted him to do. And 
don't, don't think we're talking about Jeremiah. We're talking about ourselves. You do what's right. You do what's good. You do what's honest. You do what's truthful. You think you're going to get a reward for it? Maybe at the end of the year, uh, some group will give you an award or a plaque or this. But every day, that's not going to happen. We're here to bring God's word as we follow Jesus into the world. Paul makes it clear in his letter. We're to be transformed by him. If you ever go on a diet, and I've been on like a million diets, you realize, and I realize, that you've got to be consistent. It can't be a weekend. It can't be a, a, a special fad diet. It has to be consistent throughout our lives. Whatever the food we're giving up or the process we're following has to be consistent. We want to be transformed physically. Usually we run a diet because of physical transformation. If we want to be transformed, we have to be consistent. We have to cut these foods out, put these foods in, put this regimen of exercise forward. Well, that's Christianity. To be transformed into Christ needs consistency. A positive, consistent attitude that represents Christ and his values, not yours or mine, Christ's values to the world. And sometimes we'd rather have our values. I was at a party yesterday in my nephew's house, and I usually stay away from politics. There's a lot of people there. And somebody brought to the table I was sitting at a political topic. I'm not going to tell you what it was. Political topic. I said, oh, so I said, well, I gave a few of my opinions. And then the horns went up. She got excited. How dare you? You're a priest. You want to go. I wanted to tell her, you know, get behind me, Satan. You know, that other phrase, like go to hell. Uh, but I didn't. She was a relative. So I, I played along. I said, well, you know, let's not talk about politics now. It's not a play, place. Well, she was bombed. I wasn't yet. But she was bombed. So she was, you know, raring to go. The transformation has to be consistent. Our attitude, if her attitude, or, and I'm not talking about this way, I'm talking about her, but as an example, has to be consistent. So she can't stick an eye, a finger, in the eye of her opposition. We, none of us can. The opposition's going to be there. It's up to us, through our example, to follow Jesus. And Jesus made it very clear, hey, eventually, guys, i got to go to Jerusalem. You know, I'm going to be rejected. You rejected? Everybody loves you. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know how many times we've heard that? Everybody loves you. Yeah, okay. Take a walk. Everybody loves you. Everybody loves you. Nobody's going to hurt you. God forbid. This is Peter. Why? Because he believes in God, but according to his image of God. God forbid you, you, you go through the suffering and die on the cross. And Jesus, you know what Jesus said. Get behind me. Now, get behind me has a few levels of, of meaning, too. This is Matthew's gospel. Matthew teaches Jesus as the teacher. So whenever Jesus is in Matthew's gospel presented, you, you hear he's going to educate, he's going to teach us. And what do teachers do? He was a peripatetic. Peripatetics walk and teach as they talk, okay? So get behind me made sense in many levels because you're my student, get behind me, follow me, while I'm teaching, okay? But he put a little bit of a zinger in there. He called him Satan. Because you think following me is just like being over here, like an inconsistent diet, like you can eat this, you can eat this, you can eat... No, no, no. It's consistency. It's transformation to follow Jesus. And it's hard. 
Guaranteed. We all have problems with that consistently. Why? Because we're human. That's all right. Jesus became a human being to give us an oomph, to give us a direction, to give us the inspiration on being God-like. And he suffered for it. It's God's own son, and he suffered for it. But he wants us to be transformed each day. And, and the Holy Scriptures, Jesus makes it very clear that if we really want to follow him, Again, there's that wonderful phrase, take up your cross and follow me. Now, you realize when Jesus is teaching, this is during the public ministry, they saw crosses, okay? This is an, an occupied territory, occupied by the Romans. So they saw crucifixions along the road, very often. That was, that wasn't uncommon. Jesus is not talking about that cross, but eventually it'll become that cross. There's a phrase in, in Hebrew, it's out... A, a, it's like our version of A to Z, Alpha Tau, Alpha to Tau, A to Z. And Jesus is telling him, you got to follow me consistently, a, like A to Z, completely. The Tau looks like a T, but that's the end of the alphabet for the Hebrews. So to follow Jesus meant to follow him A to Z, completely. Transformation. Eventually, and you know this, Francis of Assisi takes the towel as a symbol of his following Christ because it had many layers. It had the cross, it had the T, it had the complete message associated with it. So today we're hit with the scriptures that we don't like. I don't want to believe in God the way God is. I want to believe in God the way I make him out to be, like a genie. How could God stand by and allow Hurricane Harvey? Look into Hurricane Harvey, as any disaster, as disastrous as they are in the human world, in, in, in the, the nature, in the world of nature. Look at how many people carried their cross, helping sisters and brothers with their own boats, with their own means of transportation, taking people out of homes. The opportunity to live following Christ. So the disaster is there, and now I can see God saying, this is me, not God saying, okay, now let's see what you do now as followers of Jesus Christ, my son. Are you going to say, run, let them take care of themselves? Or are you we're part of it as a Catholic community, as a, as a national community. Are you going to be transformed by this disaster to help your brothers and sisters, to be true Christians, to, to give yourself, if not physically in, in, in Texas, financially and through prayer? See, what natural disasters do for us, they could open our eyes to see evil in the world, Disaster in nature, but also our ability to be transformed, to follow Jesus through those natural events. That's a great crucifixion for Texas. But no one's, I shouldn't say, we as a Christian community are not saying, oh, well, it's over, they lost. As those who saw Jesus on the cross did. Oh, he's dead, it's over, let's go. And those who held on to faith, and those who believed consistently follow the cross to his holy resurrection. And that's why we're here. Because we believe he's with us.
you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.